0: Life over par. woohoo! Uh, it is the Wednesday before the Players' Championship, uh, also known as the fifth major to some people. Uh, Kyle oh and Kevin, God. you're both here with me again today. Welcome, yep. both of you guys. Uh, we're not here Hello. alone, though. We have a fourth this time. Yep, finally, again, a guest. It's been a little while. Get back in the swing of things of a guest. Nobody wants to talk to us. <laughs> 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 Our guest today, well, he's a Michigan Tech graduate with an engineering degree. Now none of us know how he ended up getting that. <laughs> I don't know if he knows how we got that. Uh, he helped in the construction of a little little place. you guys may have heard of it, Little Caesar's Arena. That's pretty cool.
1: Uh, a former <laughs>
0: participant of the Mid-Michigan Masters. Just happened to be on my team that year you participated. Uh, I don't remember that until I went through some photos today. Right. Teammate. Uh, welcome to the podcast, James Hegel. James, All right. welcome well, in from yeah. wherever it is you are. Where are where you at?
2: Um, I'm living in uh, Saline at the moment, um, just south of Ann Arbor, about eight miles from the big house. Um Just moved over here uh, in uh, July of last year uh, got a new job so pretty cool nice
0: so I guess uh, we always start off with this one you kind of went a little bit into it there but tell us a little bit more about yourself
2: all right well uh, grew up in Gladwin Um, pretty glad when I got out of there Um, (laughs) you know got I I went to after school went to Michigan Tech and uh, got a bachelor's degree and Civil engineering with a focus of uh, structural engineering. Um, the way I got it was basically a lot of a lot of hard work, a lot of perseverance, uh, a lot of late nights studying, um, but a lot of a lot of fun nights partying too. So, it's a okay. lot of a lot of beer drinking up there at Tech. I was
0: um, I was gonna say let's let's get into real life here. <laughs> uh, oh, real life. That that wasn't all it was studying and being diligent in school. Come on.
3: It was both. That, that's what the college is. It's
0: all yeah,
1: about
3: that's
0: balance. Colleges, good balance. <laughs> yep. Yes. So you studied engineering. You're uh yep.
2: civil engineering.
0: Okay. You uh, you design. What What's bridges? the difference between
3: regular engineering and civil engineering? You keep saying civil engineering.
2: Okay, so engineering is like such a broad field, right? Oh. Engineer, there's so many different types of engineering. Mechanical engineering, chemical engineering, environmental engineering, civil engineering. Even within the uh, civil engineering, you know, I've I've got a degree in civil engineering. Um, so even inside of that, there's there's structural engineering. There's water resources engineering. There's there's so many different things. So I keep saying, you know, technically my role is a structural engineer. So um, I so. basically design and do analysis, structural analysis on mm-hmm. structures. Um, Anywhere from smaller projects to bigger projects. Um, mostly um, I'm in like uh, the industrial side of things. Um, basically you can kind of think of any kind of uh, like larger equipment that might need some steel framing or some something like that is, you know, I basically got to so, take the loads. So of,
3: pretty much, so pretty much you're Greg Roy. He's a guest on the show. He, uh, he yeah. builds bridges. So then you're pretty much like the teacher grading how he does. He's a and bridge builder. Um, yeah
2: he's a bridge builder. Okay. So, yeah. So we basically, you know, give him the drawings of what to do and he'll go from there and take those blueprints and build the bridge. Right. So, and even, even like bridge engineering, you know, that's, that's like a, a focused uh, discipline. You know, I, I, am not going to be able to design a bridge anytime soon. I don't know if you guys would want to cross a bridge that I designed. So.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think so. Um,
2: (laughs) You. You've it'll hold, it'll hold.
0: you <laughs> built a bridge though out of was it toothpicks or what was that um, at, 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 at college um
2: yeah. yeah so i was a part of the uh, steel bridge team where basically you know students get together and um design a a mock bridge basically it's, it's there's, there's different parameters every year, and basically it's it's a scaled-down bridge. It's probably 20-foot long. It, it changes every now and then, but close to, like, six feet tall. Um, we actually fabricate it all up at the shop, you know, and it's a pretty good uh, experience, you know, good, good like, I don't what know. Good teamwork? Yeah, good teamwork and just good uh, hands-on experience, you know, get, get the kids to kind of get out of the, the computer world. You know it's kind of right. it's it's pretty easy to get lost in in your analysis sometimes and some are you things,
3: like are you timed in that
2: yeah so there's there's a lot of different things i mean it's, it's been quite a while since i yeah. done it or talked about it but um there's a bunch of different categories that you get uh uh ranked on or whatever there's like construction speed um there's you know stiffness, so this bridge has to hold up a certain amount of weight, and they have different load categories, like different uh, locations where certain loads go. So mm-hmm. it, it all kind of affects how your bridge is going to react. So you gotta at the beginning, you know, you gotta design for. They, they give you like six different load cases, and it might be you know yes. all the weight in the middle, all the weight on one end, the weight distributed throughout, you know, and so we gotta kind of design, you know, for each one of those and kind of come up with the one design that we're going to go with and then there's also like uh, a stiffness category which Mm -hmm. you know how how uh, how much it deflects with all the load on it Um, there's also you know a a lightness uh, you know who can design the lightest bridge that can hold you know that can still Mm -hmm. hold the weight so that's some key components in in some of the design that we do all right yeah
0: so you as as we said before you you took part in Uh, LCA, little construction job, real small, minor job, a little Caesars Arena. What is it that you did for that?
2: Okay, so I was a field engineering tech. Um, Basically, I I worked for the owner um, of the project. And kind of a little bit of explaining is like, basically, the owner decides to to build build this this project, right? To build this little Caesars Arena. And then they hire contractors to do the work. Right. And me working for the owner, basically my job was to walk around and basically uh check to make sure that everything that the contractors were doing were up to code, up to up, you know, making sure that they were following the print, following design. And I did a lot so like of a foreman uh, almost. Pretty much a foreman, but also more of uh like testing. Um basically I did some tests on all the material so like there was different things you know all the the masonry walls that are built you know inside there um I did uh compressive strength testing of the the mortar that they used I made sure that they put in the right amount of rebar you know things like that is I was just more of a like an insurance plan for the owner you know they basically the owner can't necessarily just let these contractors you know they can't trust them yeah, necessarily well. so <clears throat> and they can but, trust uh,
3: you damn. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm
2: I'm an engineer. So. Yes. Okay. And, and that, that I'm was an actually um, civil. Civil, civil. engineer. engineer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Civil engineer. So so I was. uh very I was about Intern it. or a, a co-op. <laughs> That's Yeah. Awesome. I was a. I was a co-op during that time, so I wasn't even. I didn't even have my degree yet, right? So. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool, but. So, definitely uh, one of the highlights of my my career so far. So, awesome. do you?
0: take any responsibility for the bad juju that that arena seems to have for the wings and the slump that they have been in since moving in.
3: Yeah. Uh, Did you grow the wrong roots in there or what?
2: Right. Maybe. No, I definitely don't. That's, that's all uh, Dylan, Dylan Larkin's fault, man. Not Dylan Larkin's. Larkin's fault.
1: <laughs> Not <Found> enough rebar. <laughs>
0: for one thing, the boards aren't springy enough. Right. So you need to go in right. and test a little some deflection some on the some boards. Yeah. Figure that rebar out, goalie. And- yeah, build, get some of that masonry work, and build a brick wall in front of that net. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Especially when Grace <laughs> is in there,
3: will, Lightning will still score more than likely.
0: Uh, right. While we're touching on a little hockey here, uh, I, I wanted to bring up the fact that the NHL just recently has an agreement with ESPN. For a seven-year deal to bring hockey back to the channel,
1: Thank uh, God. so
0: after this year, no more NBCSN, no more channel that just loves the Bruins and the Penguins and the Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah, back to
1: ESPN. What's what's uh, what's Pierre McGuire going to do? Hopefully, nothing. Hopefully, nothing. Hopefully, we don't see him uh, again. I don't know, man. I'd miss to hate that guy.
0: You you would miss to hate. Wait, you would hate to miss him.
1: No, I would miss to hate that guy.
0: Yeah, that does make sense. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, you would miss to hate him. I got gotcha. you. I, I got what you're saying. <laughs> yes, I got what you're saying. I think it's a big plus for the NHL. Um, ESPN posted some of their best NHL commercials today. They were great. So if yeah. you guys want some laughs, go look those up again.
3: So you guys remember
1: Versus? Yes, that channel? Yes.
3: I was so happy last night that it was actually on ESPN Plus. And then, it like, I clicked on it, and it was actually um, Fox Sports Detroit. And the announcers there. I'm like, yes. I'm like, all right, Red Wing. What Red, Red Wings got a lead going into the third. We're all good. Yeah. Fa- fall asleep. Wake up. Four three.
0: I turned Five, on six. the game, and it was one nothing <laughs> Wings. In a matter of four minutes, it was two to one. For the lightning. So it was just me yeah. turning it on
3: was enough for them to do bad. That's my I've effect. only watched <laughs> I've only watched three games and I lost every game. They were leading every game that I've watched so far. I'm like, mm, okay, nice. But mm. I haven't held it.
0: So that was my hockey. Yeah,
2: they're they're terrible.
0: That was my my hockey update for so you guys.
3: That's one that's one good thing about hockey though, especially when we're gonna obviously get into the golf, uh, Kentucky, our golf trip
4: mm-hmm.
3: is that usually the playoffs are right on when the Kentucky happens. And that's a lot of fun watching going to the bars and maybe they play like a Wednesday and then a Friday or something like that. We usually we catch one or one or two games mm-hmm. if they're in the playoffs and they used to, obviously as long as they did. So
2: that was a lot of fun doing that. Um, James, how many years did you play hockey? Um, I basically been playing since I was, Four years old <laughs> started out on some outdoor outdoor rink in gladwin so damn. Yeah.
3: so yeah, you still play you're still
2: um p- yeah i mean i don't i, I don't play on like a, a legit team or anything but definitely mm-hmm. uh still still go into some some drop-in or or nice. whatever get some men's league going on
0: nice i i did that for a very short period of time about five years ago and haven't done it since and i kind of want to To go back and do it again, but
2: yeah, yeah,
0: you know, yeah. I
2: mean, obviously, I haven't skated in its priorities, and that's not
0: something I'm very good at keeping in order.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, have you guys have you guys noticed when you stop, like, stop skating, then when you go back to skating, when you actually stop on the ice, that usually like stop on one side. So, like for me, like I turn to the left more than I turn to the right? Or am I just a bad skater now?
0: I wouldn't yeah, say you're, you're a bad, bad skater. You're just more comfortable one way or the other.
3: Like I put my blade, like my right foot. Yeah. Like from my left. If I go le- the other side, I just make a big old circle. Like I'm like, like, I have rollerblades on or something.
0: Yeah. Okay. Then, <laughs> then I guess you're just a bad skater. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, figured like bad. you're just more comfortable one way, but if it was like in a game and you had to turn the other way and do a stop, you probably could. You're just thinking about it too much.
3: Yeah, I think I'd just like shit flip and just run over myself. So, yeah.
0: toe pick. <laughs> like
3: I, yeah, I try to. Yeah, I try to stay away. We get off the skate. So,
0: James, were you a lefty in hockey?
2: Yep, lefty in hockey. Okay, Kevin. I'm a left hander for basically all sports except for. Uh, I'm right handed. <laughs> like in I write with my right hand. Okay. I, I throw. I, I throw with my right hand. Bowl like, through. right. I. I bowled my right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Absolutely. I was like, "Where absences? So that am Cross country sport. <laughs> you
0: cross country ski, probably ambidextrously because you gotta have two poles. Yeah, I
2: use, I, use, I usually use both hands when I ski, so. <laughs> yeah, you gotta
0: have two poles. Um, Kevin's yeah, also uh, a lefty in hockey. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, really
1: nothing else though, right? I right left-handed. Okay. I bat left-handed. Do you? Yeah. You did bat left. Okay, I don't remember that. Anyway, I wasn't much of a baseball
0: player, um, but.
2: <laughs> So, but you golf, you golf right handed.
0: Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, that's weird. weird. I'm a freak.
0: If if you've listened to previous episodes, James, you would understand why it was like <laughs> you're going to learn right handed, or you're not going to play.
2: <laughs> uh, right.
0: Just uh, right hand clubs yeah. are more accessible. So yeah. we've covered now that you stand on the wrong side of the ball to play golf. Um, you are a lefty, and so is Phil uh phil lately's been wearing these big old glasses to play i myself cannot wear sunglasses and play golf how about you are you uh you like phil
2: uh no i cannot i can't wear anything i i just started like wearing a hat (laughs) you know i i don't even like to wear a glove you know so
3: lefty freddy Hmm.
0: kyle can you wear sunglasses and play
3: Yeah, but it has to be like the whole time. There's been times like I take it off, like when I'm putting, it just screws it up. But if I have my sunglasses on before the round, like just go, then yeah, yeah, I'll wear them. But sometimes, like you have to have the right kind of sunglasses, have it somewhat tight. If not, then they're just gonna fly everywhere, and you're gonna look like an idiot looking for your glasses and looking for your ball at well, the same time
0: because that flying off doesn't make you isn't the only thing that makes you look an idiot. I don't think Phil looks real good out there with those big old glasses he's got. Stop. I it. think he kinda looks like an idiot. Kevin? Yeah.
1: No. no Phil Phil looks great.
3: Okay. If he just keeps I think, like dancing. Yeah. Like What's, I never thought like like a wedding ring, ring a wedding ring golfing, and golfing. It just felt weird at first, but now it's like a it's fine. But like, um, like a watch,
4: mm-hmm.
3: like now that I have the, whoop, I have it like above here a little bit, so it doesn't really hinder that much, but wearing like a watch or anything, I, I don't really care for that.
0: To get into that, like I can't, I can't strap up my glove because it interferes with my watch. It hits the buttons. Um, I, I don't have anything in my pocket pockets except the divot tool or a ball mark. I can't have like my pocket. So you with keep a your wallet in it or anything like that.
1: You keep your watch on and you don't strap your glove? That's correct. Okay.
0: Yep. Because my, my watch is keeping track of my steps and everything, which maybe I don't need it now because I got my whoop.
3: Whoop, whoop. You know? You get the whoop.
0: I got the whoop. So maybe I don't need the watch and then I can start strapping my glove up. We'll see if I see improvements maybe. Is there any weird thing maybe like that back. for you, Kevin?
1: No. I. I don't have buttons on this side of my watch, so I'm good there. Okay. Uh, I wear my watch. I don't wear sunglasses. My pockets are completely empty, so you can't have things in your pockets. No, drives me nuts. Okay.
0: So no wallet, no wallet. Okay, no phone. No phone. Okay,
1: <clears throat> can't. So chew? Sometimes there's an extra ball in there, but okay,
0: you gotta have that breakfast ball, you know, in case I ready. lose one.
1: In just the in the
3: case, just oh, rule. Here it is. Yep. Found it. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin had the nat. Kevin had like the nastiest sunburn from a watch when we went to Kentucky one year. It might have been just the glove itself, but I remember him sitting across from him on the bus, and one after playing eighteen, his hands were up, and you just saw this like just pigskin pink, and then just this white as can be strap.
1: Huh. It's probably a glove. Yeah, yeah, probably the glove.
0: I get that on my knees with my shorts just pull up the shorts a little bit and you're blinded by white oh, legs, yeah. white legs. Leg. That's right. Um, I, I had somewhere where I was going with this.
1: I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Off the rails.
0: What was life like, uh, up in the UP? How did that oh, affect man. your golf scheduling? It's probably oh, really man. shorter parts of the year that you can play.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's gorgeous up there, right? Beautiful place. Um, it's really nice place to live up there. Um, I wish I would have stayed like a summer up there. I never, I never stayed. I just, as soon as school was done, I came back down South or or basically worked in the summer. So, and then what we'd go back up in the end of August. And I actually had a a golf class, you know, it's, it, and it's, you just go out and golf every day, but, uh, so it's only for like a month though. Right. And then it starts to, the weather gets shitty and starts snowing (laughs) pretty much. Yeah. But, uh,
3: you know what your grade was yeah, in I mean, that
2: class. Uh, a plus. <laughs> oh okay. Is that a question? <laughs> Duh. Duh. No, it, it was a participation grade, right? So it's just as long as you show up, you you get a grade, right? So yeah. so pass not, that one, right? Uh, there you go. Nice.
0: Don't miss the tea time. So, you won't get yeah, dq Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: But no, I mean, there's there's so much things to do outside, right? Nature is everywhere out there. It's like there's waterfalls there's so much things to explore there's there's mountain bike trails there's unlimited things to do outside it's 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 a really nice place to live and everything you know the the people that live up there the locals you know they're kind of everything's kind of a lot slower you know it's definitely you know being down here in uh southeast michigan now it's you know everything's fast paced and whatever so it's it's a lot different lifestyle but
3: now, did you have more Packers fans or Lions fans? Oh
2: yeah, oh yeah. So um, the uh, sure. the locals, the locals are definitely Packer fans. Um, you'll see that like throughout the bars and stuff. It's, it's kind of weird, but it's it's just what it, it is. is. the way it is. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, yep. the fact that the UP is still part of Michigan tells me everything I need to know about Wisconsin. Like <laughs> that's actually connected to Wisconsin, and it's still Michigan. So. That tells right, me everything right. I need to know about Wisconsin. That blew my mind. Yeah. Dang. You're welcome, Kyle.
2: <laughs> you just realized now again. Bring, like, bring it
0: all back together, Kyle. Oh, Jesus, we got a little more wow. to go here. It's Guam all over. <laughs> I,
2: I remember from the previous <laughs> some previous uh, podcasts, you guys were What's that analogy out where the where Guam is or whatever. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Like, sure.
3: Yeah. Uh, but where where yeah. is it?
2: It's somewhere. No, it's somewhere In just south it south, south of Asia, right?
0: Yes. You're a hell of a lot closer than Kyle was. And, and Jordan, Jordan, I mean, and Jordan,
1: who teaches geography. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that reminds me, we always um, have
1: to remind him of that.
0: Yeah, after the last episode went out, um, Jordan sent Kyle and I a group text. And he said he was, like, dying laughing on our skiing thing from last <laughs> episode. I was editing that, and I actually listened to that part, like, three or four times. Because if you listen to it, you can hear a real, like, good Kevin Hacker laugh. Like, oh. Oh, yeah. right <laughs> from the heart, and laughing. <laughs> and it was really, really nice. Those Big uh, old belly laughs. Oh, workout. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, abs by laughing. Eight minute yeah. abs. Abs yeah. Yeah. from laughing. Yeah. Four minute abs. Yeah. yeah, four four minute abs. <laughs> yeah, and biceps and <laughs> forearms. Um, I had one more thing for you here, James. Um, now nah, he's gonna want me to cut
1: this. It's <laughs> uh, like the Tiger documentary. Yeah, he ain't gonna like this. Yeah, shit. Yeah, he ain't
0: gonna like this shit. <laughs> um, okay, this was on Facebook and you're going to go back and delete it before this episode goes live i know you are um mm. march 27th 2010 it's a little little ways back almost 11 years you posted in all caps need blunt <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there uh, was one comment on that post got it that was from you
1: <laughs>
0: Mi- mission complete <laughs>
2: Nice, nice. That was a good day. Then that was a good that day. It was a good day. You you've completed it. You needed There's it. No need. You to complete that post, it. right? Michigan yeah. is uh yes. legal. Yes. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Now <laughs> it wasn't then.
3: He got his. Uh, he just got his like notes app on his phone and Facebook.
2: Mm-hmm. Messed up, <laughs> got a messed up. He was gonna put no, it on. Right. gonna put it on the calendar <laughs> or his notes. Yeah, I, I, meant, I meant that to be like a personal goal. You know, I, <laughs> he, that's kind of the confusion with today is a lot of people just instead of even opening up Google to search things, they just type in Facebook. Hey, how do I do X? You know, how do I do this? It's yeah. like, dude, what yeah. are you doing? Man? You were Google. you were trying
0: to text somebody. Need blunt. Yeah. and it didn't work. And then you wanted to let them know, be like, oh, mission complete, man. Like I got it. <laughs> thanks for the help yeah
2: that's awesome that's why you
0: you found that (laughs) i just had to go back a little bit dig the archives
1: we could discuss that fucking shirt he's wearing
0: yeah i don't even know why he decided to wear that this episode like (laughs) come on man i don't know it it ties in with the new addition to the, the studio here
1: that is nice yeah there yeah. we
0: go so Let's talk about that so I got this countdown clock on the wall uh days hours minutes seconds it's a countdown till our Kentucky trip so currently as we're recording we got 41 days 10 hours 22 minutes 37 seconds and counting dang it's only gonna
1: be like 36 days when the episode airs yeah
0: how exciting something like that <laughs> yeah do, do the math I don't know Kyle' do the math
1: um <laughs> nope
0: so <laughs> your shirt that you're wearing, just I don't know, it's a green shirt. It kind of ties in with our Kentucky trip, kind of. Um, I'll, I'll too let about you. It, I'll let you talk about it, James. Talk about your shirt yeah. a little bit.
2: I don't know, man. You guys got to tell. You I, guys, I'd rather have Kyle kind of introduce the shirt. Go ahead, Kyle. I'm just the I'm just the one who wears it. You know, I'm just the I'm the champ. So, you guys explain, explain as it, it means you were. We're, We're champ. the champ. Well well, I mean, you know, the, the champs have the shirt, you know, once a champ, always a champ. That's my kind of yeah, sure. My mind. Yeah, like, <laughs> no,
3: uh, sure. The thing is, is like we have the green shirt, kind of represents like the masters. You get a green jacket. Uh the Kentucky trip, you get a green shirt. Um that you buy yourself and embroider yourself. That's correct. It would be better if somebody would
1: like <laughs> give it to you. <laughs> At
0: the thing, well, but, you
3: but yeah, you, you get it. I mean, you get. a I mean, you get the you right to wear
1: money. that shirt that you buy and embroider yourself. Yes,
3: right. You, you get to use the winnings of the tournament. You you make money. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you I don't know if you ever made money, true. Kevin, on the Kentucky trip. I did once. But, it was well,
1: something well, like <laughs> most putts ever, or something <laughs> like that,
3: in one round.
0: <laughs> yes, most, most not made, just most, yeah. most attempted. Most attempted
1: putts.
3: Yeah. yeah, in one round. So yeah, you get a first plot and your first prize, you, you get a decent amount of money. Um, if you do play well, um, you make some bets. Um, usually, if you win Kentucky, usually your trip is paid for mostly, depending on how much you go oh, out. for. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it just kind of goes hand in hand with. I mean, you buy one round. Uh, usually, it's the next guy, and he just kind of circles that way. Um, once you win, you get your uh, year that you won on your sleeve. Um, we have a running thing going on with one of our guys that's won it. I think now seven times, and he's thinking. you we, all of us have short sleeves. He's uh, thinking yeah. about going and having it long sleeve just because he's yes. won so many so many years. I, I so believe I, I believe he's
0: won it in four different decades. We didn't end up going last year, but we said if you would have won last year, you would have five decades of winning. This tournament.
3: Yep. Crazy. Jesus. That's, it's crazy. That's what's great. And uh the shirt's been going on for years now. Um and then I believe in two thousand sixteen, uh, we introduced the uh, um Kentucky Invitational Cup. Um that year, Ed Summers won that. Um and I wanted to do something, get a trophy, and obviously I wanted to have it in a cup where we could uh put drinks and beverages in it for mm. the winter, obviously. Um in case you're feeling a little uh, parched.
0: You have yeah. a container to drink out of.
3: Um, yes, Eddie's won it, um, and then James ended up winning it. And he was up at Michigan Tech, and he, he texts me or sends me pictures in the middle of the night, like, "Oh no, the seal on the bottom of it broke, and like at the bottom of it, like <laughs> the beer or whatever he was drinking, like went to the bottom of it, and like the wood on the like the base of it was like bubbling up." Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, uh, so he's like,
3: "Oh." It's like, what washers do you use for this? What's How
0: do I? I mean, uh, I don't know. it's a good thing he's a civil engineer. Right. Right.
3: Yeah, right. And he figured it out. And he was very um, civil about it. Very civil. Yep. Uh, he yes. took good care of it. Um, I told him to uh, because the next year I told him that I was going to win it. And I ended up taking that. Uh, I won in 2018. Uh, and then from there, the next year we had uh, one of our buddies, uh, Daryl uh daryl poor he uh he took the uh <laughs> he uh he took the uh chip so mm-hmm. so congrats to him mm-hmm. and next this year um moving forward i think we have i mean for people i don't know about the trip um we try to have around 20 guys um we could have 24 it's possible but we yeah. like to have 20 yeah but we like to have 20 just because i mean that's what that's Multiple. five groups <sighs> so it's so it's so many so many groups waiting from the first tee or from the first group all the way to last. So yeah, 20 is about the right number we want. Um, then from there uh, we go down and have a good time. And uh, whoever wins, wins the green shirt and make memories and go on to the next year.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, um, Chaz, by the way, he, he sent me a text on Monday. Um, wanted me to have a talk with him. So, this is breaking news to all of you guys. Alert. Um, breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> yep. um, so I went over to his house and um, I asked him if he's had this talk with you, Kyle. And He said no. So apparently I'm the only one he's talked to about this. He said, uh, you know, the older guys, they want to be like us. They want to just go have fun golf and have the trip yeah so he said you know i think it's about time some of the young guys step up a little bit with some responsibilities
1: i don't like responsibilities yeah, guys. i know i know
0: so you're you're looking at the new director of beverage preparations for the <laughs> trip for the trip
2: very um, important role i very
0: important I have, I mean, some would argue it's one of the most important, like, I would definitely argue that jobs of the trip. Yeah. I have to prep the bus of all
1: booze. Sounds like a rookie job.
0: Well, no, we don't give rookies those responsibilities. Yeah. The trip would not go well.
3: (laughs) No. So. Because they would think, oh, we just use this a little bit. And like, no, that's, that's already gone by the time we get down there. Yep. You, gotta know, you gotta know someone that's yep. been there three, four years knows what they're doing.
0: So, Kevin, I'm bringing you along on this trip with me. Yeah, i as, as being assistant to the manager of <laughs> beverage preparations.
1: Uh, so, basically, yeah. no, Somebody you're not the no, assistant you're, manager.
0: No, you're not the assistant manager. You are assistant to the manager. Same thing. No, it is not. I, I called Jim. Okay. <laughs> you are assistant to the manager. Uh, of Director of uh, Beverage Preparations. So I will let you know what is needed, when it is needed, <laughs> and we will perform these uh, tasks before the trip is uh, upon us. Okay.
1: You tell me and I'll delegate a rookie. No, no, no. We nope. do this. Okay. Together. We do this.
2: Together. <laughs> we do this. As well. <sighs> the I, rookies are the ones who have to go out. Midweek and go grocery shopping and get the, the booze. Yeah. Get everything else. Yes. So right
0: now. basically it's not a difficult job. I prep the bus for what is needed for the ride down and kind of the first night of the hotel. Right. If we run short from there, go get us booze, rookies. So it's not that big of a job, really. It's it's important. Not that hard of a job. But we, we can do it, Kevin. Not a big deal.
1: I don't know, man. That's a lot of pressure. Also,
0: I uh, am recruiting Kyle in on this portion of the job that I have also taken control of.
3: Let's go! It's not going to stink that you're gonna, you're in control of no, all this, but, no. but you don't sit at the table. Uh, uh,
0: <laughs> no, no, no. That's already been decided from Chaz as well. Um, scorekeeping and uh, keeping track of scores and recording scores. That is something that I am now in charge of. And Kyle, I am nice. bringing you on for that as well with me. Nice. So you will be at the table with me helping me record all these scores and uh, checking and double checking.
3: Right. Okay. Yeah, usually it's uh, usually it's my dad my uncle Lee that, that do that. Um, and then just from that aspect, I remember uh, James talking to me a uh, year and a half ago or even last year because we we're you know amped up, ready to go. We had all 24 guys. We had a great crew on our way. And we're like, all right, we're going, we're going, we're going. And then COVID hit. Um, He was sending me Excel sheets, spreadsheets. Like, I'm pretty sure (laughs) what you, the information that prior that you took from dad or from Chaz. Mm -hmm. um, uh, James is our, he's kind of done that. I'm not sure how in depth he went with it, but yeah, I'll I'll see.
2: Yeah, I I think. I'm trying to think if I did, I think I have all the, just the scores is that's all I have. I yeah. didn't, I didn't write like what's, what courses we did, but I mean, we could definitely figure that out. But, uh, yeah basically I just have everybody's, um, scores from, I think 2016 until now. Um, yep. so that's kind of cool. I know, I know prior, he you, you've made, uh, some spreadsheets too yep. for basically keeping score. So I, I mean, have,
0: I have spreadsheets for daily scores that break it down into hole by hole scoring. It will calculate... That'd be, whole,
3: that'd be sweet for skins.
0: It'll calculate a skin for each hole. Um, it will calculate high putts, low putts, highlights different colors for those. Once it's inserted on the scorecard, it goes to the leaderboard, which automatically subtracts your handicap, giving you your actual, your net, and your over-under uh, in accordance to par, which is then put onto the masterboard. Um, day two, I insert on day two sheet. It inputs into the masterboard and the Second leaderboard, yeah. um, calculates top ten who can make money, who can't, and then day three same thing hole by hole skins, pots, everything goes to a final board and and payouts.
3: So nice. we got the whole yeah. thing there.
0: That's sweet because yeah, awesome. I remember
3: because we because uh, I don't know when I, when we first started it was just a I mean big yellow sheet and it was like checkered mm-hmm. and we kind of like use sharpie and we read everyone's name and it's, I mean, it, it definitely worked. Um, and then while I was down in Florida, um, we had a printer that printed huge big pieces of paper and it was pretty much like, like a legit scoreboard. Huh. Um, so that was what we had. And, uh, from there now we have, um, uh, Nick now has, I think a projector that we're going to be putting on the wall. So that's great. Uh, it's sweet. It's just that's little stuff like awesome. this that, you know, the more and more that like we can talk about it. Um, I mean, it makes us more excited to go on this trip. And on top of it, I mean, these older guys that are on our trip, they don't even know. They don't know. No. Like, we don't talk to these. Like, the good thing about our Kentucky trip is that we don't talk to these guys for a year, and then we talk to them, and it's like we haven't missed a beat with any of them. Mm-hmm. So right. the camaraderie is definitely top notch.
0: I was uh, yeah. over to Chaz's place last night. Calculating all the scores from the last year that we went, 2019, inserting them to make sure they'd all—all all the formulas were correct to come out with the right answers. And as I was mm-hmm. doing all that, Chaz is just sitting next to me watching. And Kathy's like, "Charles, do you know what he's doing?" He goes, "Nope. Uh, marker and paper looks so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> so he's still—he's still ready for a piece of paper and a marker."
1: As long as he doesn't have to deal with it and he can just see the projector and what's up there, then he'll probably like it.
0: Um, He's also asked if I would figure out all payouts for betting, for high putts, low putts, um, high actual, low actual. They'll be closest to the pin on every par three. I don't remember
2: that last.
3: Is
0: it? There wasn't. We had that last. There wasn't, but there will be.
2: No, we didn't do that. So I'm yeah.
0: calculating those in. Every part three will have close to the pin. I have no and chance. I suck at par three. First through tenth <laughs> scoring payouts. Yeah. So yeah. there was there was one thing I well also added.
3: Over. There's
2: yeah. also one thing I added in mine is, um, basically, you know, you break down your top ten, but then I I had a, like a sheet where it showed the the matchies the the matching people or the groups. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm like I'm like super tired, so I'm. I woke up at like 5:30 this morning, and hit, I've been on the computer for like 12 hours a day, so I'm kind of.
1: Kevin, what time
0: did you get up this not, morning? It's
1: 7:30.
2: Yeah. So,
0: oh, you didn't work today.
1: Nope. Oh,
0: I th- you normally get up at like 20 to 4.
1: <laughs> yes, I do. It's fucking awful. <laughs> okay, that's
3: crazy. I guess what? He has whoop, and so we found that out. He was like a 90 something percent on his sleep performance. <laughs> Because yeah. you got up at
0: seven? Yeah. Yeah. I was not. <laughs> Kyle sent me a message wondering what the hell I was doing last night. So four and a right. half hours of sleep. What were you
3: doing? Yeah. Yeah. I was asking if you were skiing,
0: but no. No no, no skiing. skiing. Spreadsheets, bro. Yeah, just uh figuring out spreadsheets, just making sure out everything's all right. Handicaps. I do not have handicaps. Yeah. I do have that's what's that's that's one thing that I'm like, hmm. I do have a, Chaz is going to figure out the handicaps. I will not. Chaz will let me know what they are. Yeah. I think Chaz will hang on
3: to that until the end, until like the end of time. Cause, uh, he usually goes with Bully, uh, another of, uh, one of our friends, um, after St. Patrick's day, um, him and, uh, Tracy Bowley, we try to get him on our show. Uh, he, he will be on bar. Yeah. He'll, he'll be on he'll own, he owns a bar and, uh, and Claire, we're all, we're all from, um, and they get together and they put in all the scores from the year before and they kind of generate the handicaps and that is what it is. And one thing that you don't do as a rookie, as <laughs> anyone that goes on this trip, your handicap is what it is. And that's it. Uh, my first year going, I think I was a plus three or plus two or plus three because um, I was a rookie. They that's, didn't want me to win. And that's, that's just the kind of that's just good family fun. <laughs> To give you that. Yeah. So yeah. the first, for the first day, my, the money I was handing out, it was just like candy. It's like Halloween. And I was like, here you go. It's like uh dumb and dumber. Yep. Here you go. Here, here you, you go. go. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. I've been there. So, uh, <laughs> I,
0: see what you, I see what you're doing, Kyle.
3: And I like it. <laughs> All right. So just, just from there, it was, uh, I don't know. It just seemed from that aspect of, you don't, complaining about your handicap and, uh, he comes up with it. And that's, what's good about the trip is that you don't know until like the last second, which you kind of don't want to know because then you can't, you know, you can battle back and forth with jive and and give people grief with, you know, someone that has like 26 handicap that breaks 90 all three times. Like James did. No,
0: he didn't break 90. He didn't break 90 all three times.
3: No,
2: I don't think I've ever broke. 90. No, I think he had like, <laughs> I, broke
0: nine, I think sorry. he had 91, 93, 92, I think was your scoring that year or something like that.
2: Yeah, that's wild. Oh, I guess you were looking at him last night. I was like, dude, no, you are like, I was looking, you know I was looking
0: guys? at 19's uh, scores okay. the year Daryl okay. won
3: our last year we went. I haven't looked at yours, that's but, crazy.
0: but it's up here. I <laughs> second place.
3: Yeah. Talk about that. You were, you were in the last group. I think you, what, you lost by one. I lost by
2: what? one shot last year did,
3: did you did you know like going in the back um, you know, what you needed to do or were you just kind of just ho hum because you rode steady, with Daryl, right
2: yeah yeah so let's just kind of talk about that a little bit um <laughs> I think Daryl definitely played me for real because if you look he at his scores that. he shot I don't know exactly what he shot you he know shot but he an shot you know low.
3: 81 an 82 <laughs> and a 92. And for exactly people that don't know right. who Daryl is, and he's the one that's won like seven times, he's what? How old do you think he is now? Like 70? 71, 72 maybe? At least. Yeah, at least 72, I think.
2: Yeah. So this guy. Another fun fact about Daryl is I use his clubs. So he's a left-hander as well. And every time he gets a new set of clubs, he kind of hands me down his older clubs. Oh, and it's, what's kind of funny even, even more, um, way back maybe – so I've, I'm using like what twenty year old clubs or something, you know? They're old. I don't probably know. like ten. Or, they're ten or twelve lessons, years old. Yeah. But. Um. Anyway, so a while back, um, another one of the Kentucky alumni, uh, Leland, yeah. our cousin, Kyle, yep. Kyle and I's cousin. Um, he's a left hander as well. So Daryl had passed along his his clubs to Leland, and then Leland had passed his clubs on to me. So it's kind of, it's kind of funny how. You know, we just kind of recycled the left-handed clubs. You know, we that's, gotta that's, we gotta try. That's to crazy. That's crazy to think about.
3: Because right. Daryl probably won Kentucky with that set of clubs. Gave it to Leland. Leland won in Kentucky hey, with that set yep. of clubs. Step and back from, from the mic. You. Step
0: back from the mic, Kyle.
3: You're getting right oh. up in it.
0: <laughs> getting You're getting right. right up in it.
3: It's but exciting. yeah, like it's it wild. seems like three. That one set of clubs is probably won three times. Yep. With three so, different people. I think, with three different people. That's pretty good. Yeah, three different people. Yeah, it's wild. Maybe it's like a Horcrux. Like you just gotta just snap them, so someone else can win. Maybe that's what that's what you need to do in Uh order for Dave Kyle to win the Kentucky trip. So so let's let's go back. back. Are
1: we really looking for that to happen?
2: 2019. (laughs) Okay, it's we we uh, or you guys know obviously uh, I like to party a little bit right during the Kentucky trip. I have seen that. Yeah. usually it's usually uh you know you know four he days knows. of drinking it's it's pretty rough um usually it's like i can usually make it until you know sunday and then the bus ride home and then you know the next week is just complete shit for me but uh <laughs> okay. it's worth it it's worth it for sure but anyway what i'm trying to say is last time we went 2019 i got second place i lost by one to daryl right He shot what 80 80 and then a 90? So it's like that last two, I think. There we go, 92. So he shot so much more that last day that we were playing together. And I think he he literally had me and just like he was messing around and like got it to that point to where it would be like a close call, right? And Mm -hmm. I uh I didn't drink that day, and so as soon as I put that last putt in, I put my you know, I sunk my putt for the 18th hole, whatever. I wasn't even looking at the score. I went straight to the bus and boom. I was like hammered dead. Somehow, somehow, <laughs> no, I was not hammered. I was I was sober and needed some alcohol, but I just was like yeah. couldn't handle it. So even that night, if you guys remember, I was like, I couldn't even eat dinner at the the, the, the party thing. that we have at, afterward and it's just like, oh my gosh. But mm-hmm. I, I swear that he he like played that perfectly on purpose. So mm.
1: uh, me and Kyle, yeah. we weren't there that year, right? Correct. Yeah. You guys nope. were not right. And then yep. the next yeah, year cause... was COVID. So
2: yep. we haven't been and in We a while. kind of, we almost want to, you know, have uh prior explain his little. Oh
0: yeah. Well, I mean, really what if, happened to him? If, if day two, I would have shot a 92, which would have been the worst round of the tournament for me. Still, I would have won by 10 strokes
2: right but i didn't what but uh what happened yeah. we i think we uh shot he did, you did so well that first shot day would you shoot the first 85
0: day? then a 107 nice and then an 88 respectable and then an 88 so if i would have shot a 92 like Daryl did and that still would have been my worst you know uh my worst round of the tournament i would have won by 10 strokes so
1: you don't want to Lose that handicap, yeah, yeah. you know.
2: I, I think that's that's a little bit of what it was. No,
1: not at all. <laughs> I, not
0: at all. I'm I'm not crazy. Sure, I went from um, first place to eleventh place, so I didn't even make any money. So that's not what well, I was attempting awesome. to do. So
2: yeah. mission complete. I basically uh, keep,
0: keep that up there, boys. All I had to do yeah. was shoot a kind of bad round, and I would have blew, blew him away. I Instead, I same way. I went straight trash and
3: yeah. lost by five strokes. That's how when me in and, and 2017, when we, uh, me and, and James, um, after day one, he was in first, I was in second. And after day two, usually, I mean, what happens is if you are leading after day one, the goal is anybody that's in like seventh to like 12th to get the person that's who's in first place, out and get him out drinking and, and making them, you know, get buying him drinks and, and get it where the next day he doesn't play well because he feels like crap.
0: I think that's the well, goal of everyone from second to like 12th. And
3: that's, and that's true because I tried to do that with James and I was in second. It doesn't work. It doesn't like for, it didn't work for me. And the second day I finished 10th by like a hair, like one shot. So I went from second place to barely making any money the second day because And I was uh, still on the top of the
2: leaderboard. Oh, yeah.
3: And he was, and he like gained his lead by like three or four shots. And where everyone's like throwing up their hands, like, oh, well. That being said, (laughs) Kyle, though, the year he won,
0: was that the year that everyone's like, oh, this is Kyle's engaged? It's his last time going on the trip without being married? I think so. Was it that
1: trip? I think so, because I was there. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was
0: a bachelor party. Yeah, that didn't help you. You were trying to get James <laughs> no. drunk, but everyone was trying to get you I drunk know. too. Even oh, yeah. even the bartender or yeah, slash even, bar even,
3: owner Gator. 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 I love Gator man. He. Uh, I remember playing Gator. pool, and uh, I remember playing pool, and then from there, well, what it's was, Kentucky. We don't need. We don't need to talk about. Well,
1: what was the name of that drink? You drank a widowmaker. A widowmaker. Well, I did not talking on, about the fair, delicious beer from Keweenaw. to be fair.
2: Um, to when, be fair, when Gator when Gator made that drink, you know, I was watching him make it, and I was just like, "Wow, okay, this is this is gonna be a sipper," you know, right? And <laughs> Kyle be a sipper. Kyle, on the other hand, this kid chugs it. He just starts chugging it, and I was like, "Dude, he he got about halfway through." And I'm like, dude, give me that. And I took it from him and was like, I gotta help this kid. And just started drinking. I believe when they
1: gave him the drink, how the hell there were stipulations in place that Mm -hmm. he had so much time to drink it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't think it was meant to be chugged. Is what I'm saying. The thing is, uh, you guys were, I don't know. uh, We were encouraging. For sure. That was a beer that you were. That was a drink that you were supposed to hold on for like the rest of the night, dude. And you're just like, I've got this. It's like, wow.
0: Needless I to say, do. Kyle, did you finish second?
3: That year, no.
0: Okay. Thank you, Gator. Next <laughs> time, work on James a little bit, Gator. Yeah. Work on James a little bit. That's that's Kentucky anyways. We'll wrap that up a little bit. Can't wait to go. This year is going to be fun. We're going to have, um, looks like, four, possibly five rookies. Um, I didn't even get around to my... Uh, update my breaking news. You guys didn't let me get it out. Um, we have a bus driver.
1: Oh, thank God!
3: Awesome. We have, we have a bus.
0: We have a bus. We have a driver. Sweet. So, yeah. Don't ask me who it is. I don't know. Chaz just said. Don't we care. We have a driver.
3: So yeah. he told. We'll he told, give him whatever he, he wants. Said, uh, yeah, he's like usually bus driver. We pay for their, you know, pay for their trip or their golf or whatever. I'm like. It's like usually he said it last year because we were worried about the same thing. He's like, usually it's like twenty bucks a man. I'm like, I don't care if it's like forty bucks, fifty bucks. If I pay fifty bucks and I know that I'm gonna get point A to point B safe and I don't have to worry worry about about a damn thing. Yeah. I'm in. So Okay.
0: Thank God. So that was Kentucky. We are set to go. Things are looking up. We got a driver we got some new responsibilities. Kevin, you're in with me on drinks. Kyle, you're in with me on scoring. Let's Moving go. on. Okay. Last weekend, Arnold Palmer Invitational. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, congratulations, Kyle. Did that hurt? Yep. Yeah. That, <sighs> it was oh, hard to say? say. I had to take a deep breath. Let me take a drink again. Get the taste out of your mouth. <laughs> Okay, congratulations to Trial, Bryson. God, that hurts to say too. Damn, (laughs) (laughs) Bryson got first. Um, Eleven under because he's good. Eleven under won himself one point seven mil. Good work, Kevin. Second place, as far as the three of us go.
1: Paul Casey, (sighs) Paul Casey of all. Another
0: pick of top ten crack the week before, T9, you got T10, Paul mm-hmm. Casey, three under. He got himself 195000 Had a boy. Good work. It's a good weekend's work.
1: Wait till you hear this week's pick. Now,
0: as as I said during the last podcast, I had to do the update. I had Louie. He withdrew. I went with Victor, and for those first three days, I was like... It was a good pick? Yeah, maybe the first two days. Right third day was a little rough then uh sunday was six over so t49 but that's that's kind of the way my picks go so <laughs> uh finished plus 4 still got $23,000 I'd take it I'd take that for a weekend um but the highlight I would say Patrick Reed missed the cut so the Patrick, I hope Patrick. he does shitty pick worked out the prior curse is is in yeah <laughs> Finished first and missing the cut. Yes, he did. Because you see where the
4: cut line is, and
0: then yep, Patrick Reed. So he nice. missed the cut. That's great. Love that. Everyone loves to see that. You suck, Patrick Reed. Okay. Um, another highlight. I'd like to say, uh, you're welcome, everybody, for the suggestion that I had. Uh, I said you could possibly win some money if you put a little bit on uh, Will Elatoris. Re-listen to it again if if you want proof. I said maybe top twenty, maybe top ten. Throw a little cash on, could win some money. Yeah. What do you finish? Top ten. I put money on him for top five. He was T ten. So you're welcome. Did I bet on him? No, no, I didn't. I put no money on him. And you know why? Because it would have jinxed him for the rest of you guys.
1: Also. Hmm. So the podcast didn't that. go out yeah. right till the tournament was over. So you helped no one,
0: right? Or it helped you guys. Oh, I helped right. you guys. Oh. I but put you, him in
1: top five. I
0: didn't, didn't say help. that. Right. Re-listen to it. Right. I said top twenty, already, top ten.
3: I already had all my money on Bryson. I mean, and anything think he did just fine. Okay.
0: Okay. So <laughs> another thing that I thought was absolutely ridiculous: the golf channel. James, you can, like, kick in here anytime you want on your takes on this stuff. Um, Okay. Bryson's big hits, his uh, his bombs on six. There were some guys on Golf Channel saying that that was one of the most impressive golf shots they've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Now, is that just ridiculous, or is that just me thinking that?
1: Because – you definitely biased because you hate him so much. But but one of the other guys on the show was talking about
0: Jordan Spieth's hole in one, and you're gonna tell me a guy hitting a ball really far into the rough <laughs> is more impressive than a hole in one?
1: I don't think so. No. I don't
0: think so because what did he do with his big? Although hits? there were three, he got a aces, birdie. So is it really that impressive? <laughs> exactly. So there's at least three shots better than Bryson. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. You're proving my point how far, even more.
2: How far did he hit it? Three seventy-seven.
0: Three seventy-seven.
2: Three seventy-seven. That's cut, it. Cut the
0: corner over water. Cut the, the corner. Way. But let's let's talk Sunday here. He was playing with Lee Westwood. Hit it over the water. Westwood took a normal, normal uh, shot up the fairway. After two shots, they were like five feet apart off the green. Bryson. Mm-hmm went wide right and went into a collection area. Lee Westwood hit it through the green into the collection area. They were like five feet apart. So how impressive was the shot? Really? If he didn't do anything with it, right? he, he got a birdie right. Westwood got a birdie. Yeah,
2: I like <laughs> to think of golf, you know, it's or not whatever, but it's, you know, the second shot is the most important shot for me. Like I can, I can hit a, Short drive doesn't matter, but that second shot is what really matters to me, you know? Yeah,
3: yeah, proximity to the hole for sure. So,
0: right hitting the ball far, yeah, it's it's pretty impressive, but there is a zero percent chance I'm going to tell you is one of the most impressive golf shots I've ever seen. Yeah,
3: because it's not under pressure. About... Because, I mean, it, it is under pressure because you're taking that line, but like Rory hit one and he tried to take that same line or maybe try to cut it a little bit more. Um, and he put it in the water, and he put it in the water again. Mm-hmm. And, th- and then mm-hmm. what he do? He hit it in the fairway, and then hit like two hundred and like thirty or forty yard iron to like a foot, yeah. and tapped in for a double. Like that's impressive. Like taking that yeah. risk and yeah. still meaning minimize your yeah. misses, especially
1: when you're that close with the lead. And, right, you, and you're right. Yeah. And you take that hit over the water shot. Take that yeah. shot over the water. <laughs> Hit that shot.
0: You can bring back the Thank hit you. and the shot thing here. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it didn't even go in. I would take Rory's 200 and we'll say it was 100 or 240 yards iron shot to a foot. That shot's more impressive than hitting it 377 yeah. into a wide open area
1: into the rough.
3: Right.
2: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: The golf channel is for entertainment. You're right. They're trying yeah. to entertain the people, okay. and people want to see that. Okay. So they're going to talk it up. Okay. And people want like to see aces, on. too. Yeah. Uh, so.
2: Yeah, a hole in one. That's way more impressive. The aces. Yeah. But what, what's the chances of a hole in one, even for like the pros, right? Talk I don't about, know. Talk about jazz.
0: Jazz? There's Janetowatanand? Uh, Jazzy J. Yeah. His, his real name's not Jazz, but he goes by Jazz. I learned that, um, Scary,
3: dude.
0: yeah, he hit a hole in one on 14, I think it was. I think it was 14, and then there was a third hole in one on 14. Um,
1: so three hole in ones that tournament, pretty nice. Did you guys happen to see this interview with this guy, Jimmy Walklin? Kevin? On the golf channel, Kevin, do you have something this week? I do have something. <laughs>
0: Breaking news. Here we go. Breaking news. Breaking,
1: news. Breaking news. This dude has 11 aces in his career. He's mm-hmm. just some old guy in Florida. Okay. He hit three of them within five days. I didn't see this. Sounds sounds way more impressive Legendary. than
0: Bryson. So
1: the first thing he does when he gets to a club is ask him about hole-in-one insurance, which I had never heard of before. Didn't know it was a thing. hmm so he pays, he says at his home club, he pays $10 a round and they cut him a check oh, wow. for $400 to cover the bar tab if he hits a hole in one.
3: Wow. Yeah. We had that at our old club. Um, it's every, I think it's every month, you put in 10 bucks and you, there's a list of them. And if you get a hole in one and it's legit and someone's there to witness it, um, they put that lump sum on your membership and then you can, Use that money to pay your bar tab. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> so it,
0: it's it's like a hole in one pot. Yeah. yeah, Like Basically, a, you could have you could have a portion like even if it's really small, you could have a dollar of everybody that golfs go into a hole in one pot, and the next person to get a hole in one wins the pot, and then you start it over again.
1: That would be they call it insurance.
0: That would be something here.
2: They call it insurance. We might be I'm on
0: to something. Well, that's, they've that's, already been on to it. That's pretty cool, it. right? I had never but heard I'm of it But I'm getting onto
3: it here. Yeah. Onto something with Has,
2: that. Uh, have any of you okay. guys gotten hold of one?
3: Well, if you were to listened to some podcasts, uh,
2: yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you guys got to make them more interesting, man. No, I'm joking, but I just don't have time. Why well, we got you? We got you bring, it, no time. bring the
0: needle. So that's a no for me. On. That's a no from Kevin, and that's a I have yes one. from Kyle.
2: Yeah, I have one. Nice. You just got one, huh? What, what, one. When was that? Uh, down in uh, South Carolina,
3: playing in one okay. of the tournaments. We don't need to get
0: into it. If you want to know about nice. it, listen to a previous podcast, James.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm also curious, um, what's, you know, prior, what's your, like, your closest – to ever get into a hole in one, have you ever been? Yeah, so, about about six inch inches. Away or, about six inches. About six inches. Yep. Okay.
0: Seventeen at Eagle Glen.
2: Okay. Yep. Kevin, I
1: have no idea.
2: Have you have you have you hit the green yet from a par three?
1: No. no. <laughs>
2: I mean, no. eventually
1: I do. Not off the tee box.
2: Eventually, I do. <laughs> so, I, I the reason I'm bringing that up is honestly you know i'm not very good at the uh the par threes either like it's if i hit the green i'm feeling pretty good you know but usually i've got pretty good short game i can chip really close whatever and put it in for par you know no no problem but um was that a course um you maybe two years ago okay i was by myself but the story's true i promise you i actually it's it's funny i kind of have to set up the story because course i i can't even remember uh riverbanks or something it's in novi um so uh it's a it's a par four very sharp port very short par four like it's it's like 260 okay and uh the ranger for the course was literally like parked right up here like he was watching me you know mm-hmm. and i hit the ball boom drive it with my driver literally uh probably like eight feet from the pin for for a par four, I was just like, oh my gosh! And the it didn't even move at all. It just kind of stuck. You know, it was probably it moved maybe like eight inches or something. But then I I did uh, go and put it right in, and you go. got, got an e- I got the what's that eagle right? Mm-hmm. You know, that's that was pretty cool. But you know, even the par threes, I I mean, the closest I've gotten, I don't even know, probably five feet or something. Did you guys I was, see? Like, uh, <laughs> I saw an article. If you guys saw this. That Lee
3: Westwood, uh, he's playing with Bryson, he writes on the back of his clubs what the yardage is on that club for his caddy. Really? So like an 8-iron or 7-iron, he had a like 171, so like a, like a Sharpie on the back of the iron. Yeah. This is like a forge blade. He literally wrote the number, like stock, average carry, 171, 148, all hmm. the whole bag. Why does like, he
0: just not have that in a book? Why write it on your club? He's right. for the like, caddy. When you, when, when
3: you the caddy can, can hold 40, a book. Yeah, you're 47 years old. Like, you're not that old. Like, you know what? You've been playing this game for how long? Like, hmm. but yeah, he, it's an article that has like a shot of all of his irons and all of his back of his irons. I'm like, well, that's a total beta move, man. Like, come on. Hmm. Oh,
0: um, oh, he lost. <laughs> do you guys happen to see the the great round from Robert Games? Who on Friday? Who, yeah, so he shot like who 92. shot a 92 then did not sign a scorecard and DQ'd himself. a boy, he shot a 47 45 for a 92. Now. Still better than probably what I would shoot there. But for a pro,
2: ouch. I mean, how, why would why would he sign his name on something like that? Might right. as well just get DQ'd.
0: If you don't sign it's it, it didn't happen. He, anyway. he was in last place, so he missed the cut. He wasn't going to get right, paid, so. so he just didn't sign it and DQ'd himself. Yeah, he shot 20 over. That's,
2: that's, that's not too bad. It's a rough one. <laughs> for a Kentucky trip. It's a rough one. <laughs> Um,
0: Billy Horschel, he had a uh, interesting interaction with a fan this past weekend. And mm-hmm. since there wasn't very many there, everybody can kind of hear what's said from the fans and from the, the pros. He had about a 35 foot birdie putt and about eight feet from the hole, it started to break a little more right than he expected. Somebody in the crowd yells, get in the hole. It ended up about eight to 12 inches to the right of the hole. And some guy yells out uh, bad read, Billy. And Billy Horschel looks back to see who it was, proceeds to tap in his putt. And as he's walking back, he yells over to the guy, there's a reason why I'm on this side of the ropes and you're on that side of the ropes. And he holds up his fingers and the, Thumb and index real close. It says, I think my talent level is just a touch better than yours. (laughs) So those are nice interactions. I mean, you're not going to bad mouth Billy Horschel and he's not going to give it back to you. Yeah, he's a gator. So we've been over that too. He's a, he's a gator boy. You know. So how do you guys mark your ball? Do you have a certain way that you mark your ball, James, Kyle, Kevin? Do you put a mark on your ball at all?
2: No, Mark. You know, that like that way, if I, if I lose it, I can just kind of steal one from the wood. You know,
0: there you go. That's uh that's your, your
3: champ right there. Kyle. <laughs>
0: 2017
2: Kyle,
3: do you mark your ball at all? Uh, Usually I like put a dot on it or something, but um, is
0: there a certain color you use? Anything no, like that? No, it
3: doesn't really. Ma- no? no, it doesn't really matter. Um, oh, it doesn't. Why well, you? No. Oh, I yeah, I dif-
0: beg to differ. Kevin, do you mark your ball at all?
1: No, I've, I was actually thinking about that the other day. I'm going to. You're going to? It's going to be something special.
0: Okay. Well, a study shows Kyle, who thinks it doesn't matter at all. Uh, The color that you use to mark your ball actually can make a difference. They say, according to the study, that the color of the dot or dash on a golf ball could be one more opportunity for a player to gain a competitive edge. But they need to have self-awareness to recognize what emotional state that helps them perform at their best. Because colors can bring out emotion. Um, they said. Where
2: are you, you get this information from?
0: <laughs> as a study was done, red is like strength, energy, excitement. Orange is confident, success, or bravery. Yellow, creative, happiness, and warm. Green is like healing, freshness, uh, nature. Blue, trust, peace, loyalty. Uh, pink, compassion, sincerity, sophistication. Purple is luxury or royalty. Ambition, brown, dependable, trustworthy, simple, rugged. Black is formality, dramatic, security, and then white is clean and simple and innocent.
3: So like you're getting this from your. I feel like you're getting this from like your Chevy dealership or something. Like nope, <laughs> the type of truck color you get. No,
1: Cos- it,
0: Cosmo magazine. It, right, it, right. <laughs> this this was done from Golf.com, and it affects visual people. More than a non-visual person, the way they put it. And that makes sense. Um, it's, It's like what Phil said about wearing black on Sundays. Black makes him more aggressive, take more chances. It's all in the color. A study shows that teams in football or hockey, the darker colors statistically take more penalties because they're more aggressive than the... Teams in light color jerseys. Yeah,
3: it's like Tom Brady. Tom Brady's did what? He won all the Super Bowls in a white jersey, all but one, I think.
0: Had less penalties. Maybe that had something to do with it. But they're saying that you have to be self-aware of what kind of person you are. Do you need to have a color that calms you down to stay calm on the course, or do you need that color to amp you up and give you a little bit of uh, aggressive nature? To your game, take take more risks. So, but, as you said, it doesn't matter. Mm, some people maybe maybe it doesn't for you, but apparently, <laughs> according to a study,
3: it well, can they, matter. It doesn't matter. It's, it can. I, I won't. I will never put purple. I will never put pink. I'll never put orange. It's either black, blue, or red. Black, That's just. Blue or red. I mean, it just kind of makes sense to me. That's a that really I don't know. Those are the only kind of colors I've usually see on a golf ball. And that's usually what I use. Um, I thought about possibly having Logan have like a few sleeves of golf balls and like writing on it, but then we're like, shit, it's a Sharpie. He's going to get that all over himself. So he's just going to be a Sharpie hands for weeks mm-hmm. at a time. So it's probably not the right play right now. Maybe in a
2: couple of years, he can do that mm-hmm. mark my ball, but
3: yeah.
4: okay.
2: That's kind of cool. I think if, um, if i was Good able luck. to get like a stamp for like you know how they how they would stamp like a the normal yep. you know uh name on the ball yep if i could get a stamp that said titleist and just put that on the cheapest ball they had i think that would <laughs> that would help me make a lot like just i could i could <laughs> literally was... find a titleist i can find a titleist that's been in the pond for 5 years and be like I'm going to hit this one, throw it down and just be like, you know, the confidence that that title is just, yeah. just reading that title is on, you know, what the hell is a title like, pinnacle. <laughs> right. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Who's this top flight titleist? What is this?
2: <laughs> you just have to rotate it, you know, uh... and just see the title list. And then, you know, it's just, that gives you the confidence you need, you know, make it, make sure it's a pro V1, you know, it has to have the pro V1 on it. And then yeah. just.
3: Okay. You know, Maybe do like, or, yeah, it's like a mullet. <laughs> For a golf ball. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure.
1: Sure. I, I get that. It's a good one. So analogy.
0: this coming up weekend, uh, for us, you know, when this goes out, it would be the previous weekend. But uh the players' championship coming up. Woo! Yeah, well, uh, there man, send it out tomorrow. It's again, good. it is the uh, some say the fifth major. And then Mid Michigan Masters is the sixth. uh Six. So, do we have some picks, boys? Mm-hmm. Huh? Do you have Do you have picks lined up, Kyle? Have you been thinking? Do you already have bets in? <laughs> Logan,
1: Logan picked for him. Saw the video.
3: Well, oh, Logan, <laughs> okay.
2: Logan has his pick. Um, oh, so you're not going foot. with it then? He did. He, I, did he do some hand sign language to you and told yeah, you which one you wanted? Yeah. We uh,
3: We went through it.
0: How much um, do I bet, Logan? More more (laughs) (laughs)
3: nice Uh, yeah he has uh there's 144 players in um so he picked uh the first number he picked was two so he's going to be in the 20s at number uh zero through 14 let's go through that so then he picked uh he picked number two and and then from there he he picked another number um zero through nine and he picked one, so he went with 21, and that's Tommy Fleetwood. So Lolo went with uh, Tommy Fleetwood, so pretty good pick. There you go, Tommy
0: Fleetwood. Did you have a pick? And then after your pick, he said his first word, poop. Poop. Right? i say poop, yeah. yeah. This
3: is life over par, so a little bit of life uh, in my life. Uh, my son said his first word, and it's it's poop, so I'm proud.
2: So uh, <laughs> Nice. Very nice. But he- uh, but he can do sign language, so that's that's amazing. I think that's yeah. pretty cool. He's
3: getting better at communicating. Uh, hopefully, you communicate that this pick is good. Uh, <laughs> this week, I'm going with John Rom.
0: John Rom. Mm. John Rahm. Okay, I thought about it. Thought
3: about it. Didn't go with him. So,
0: Kevin, uh, do you have a pick?
1: Yeah, it's the weirdest fucking pick. Really?
0: Yeah. Go ahead. Joaquin Neiman. Joaquin Neiman. I mean, he's been playing okay. It's I would almost go out and say Dark Horse.
1: <laughs> I would say Dark Horse.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the odds are on him,
1: but he has been playing well. I He is currently 29th in the world ranking. Okay. So I don't know what the odds are either. But Okay. Uh, James, I asked you earlier yes. today to have one ready. Do you
0: have a pick this week?
2: So yeah, it took me a little bit. I had to do some research, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to kind of take a little bit of a underdog and go with uh Max Homa.
0: Okay. Playing he well. um he won just 2 weeks ago. Maybe he can yep. stack it back up some good rounds and and win again.
1: Are you right going to are you yeah, going to pick
0: who I I'm pretty sure you're going to pick Uh, I don't think you know who I'm going to pick. Okay. Um, Two picks again. I'm going to have my, I hope he does, shitty and he misses the cut pick. That, again, is going to Patrick Reed. Um, Way to go, Patrick. Uh, He got himself tied up into a possible cheating thing again in the Arnold Palmer. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did not. He's a human lawnmower. (laughs) Human lawnmower out there. Uh, Look it up. He was like, nonchalantly ripping grass off like (laughs) out of the ground around his ball in the rough. What an idiot. (laughs) I mean, a complete idiot. I hope he misses the cut. What a cheater, but my pick that I hope wins. Here we go, boys. Scotty Scheffler. That's who I'm going with. Scotty Scheffler. I think it's his time. You know, I'd say it's, it's probably Finau's time. But um, she's <laughs> saving it for the Masters. I think it's Shuffler's time to to maybe get a good one here. He's been doing pretty he, decent.
3: Yeah, he, he's the one of your guys. He's like your Matt Ryan of fantasy football. Every once in a like back door. you're like, all right, I'll I'll, I'll pick him up. Mm-hmm. And so you so you have Scotty Scheffler, which is uh, plus four thousand. Uh, yeah, Kevin with with Joaquin Neiman uh, plus seventy five hundred. Mm-hmm. James. Uh, your pick was, who you have? You had HOMA, Homa mm-hmm. which is uh, 9500 and and mine is ROM, uh, plus $1,700. He is the second favorite.
0: Okay. So if you guys have any um, problems with gambling, 1-800-GAMBLER, but do you guys have any money bets that you've done this week so far? You haven't put any money in, Kyle? Now you said you retired from golfing bets, and then you turned around (laughs) like two days later and put money bets in on golf. And you don't have any.
3: Doing it, I hate placing bets on Thursday. Even Friday is kind of tough. Even at the late on Friday because you kind of have a set leaderboard. So you only bet on the last day. Yeah, that's when you really get those juices going, and you can still get them at like plus three, four, five hundred. Jesus, it's not like I'm betting a lot of money, anyways. Shoot. Kevin, do you have money. any any what? Money on
0: DraftKings, FanDuel, whatever you use? No, I've
1: been betting a lot on uh over/unders for NHL games. Okay. And doing terribly. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to give that number a call probably. Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I do have some bets that I did on uh on the DraftKings. Come on, uh stock let's Skyrocket there. Give me a little more money. Um there's these these are all, you know, some bets that you can listen to on Monday, maybe get a good laugh out of or be like nice pick. I'm going to run through them a little bit. It's only $11. Like
3: you mean last week.
0: It's only $11. So so here's a pick. Big
3: time dark horse. Okay, no way it's starting. Two uh, yeah, it's
0: it's a two dollar bet to win a thousand and two dollars. That is Graham That's McDowell. So Graham McDowell. You know, if he wins it, it's a thousand dollar right. profit. If not, it's two bucks. Right? How about also Andrew Putnam? Pretty dark horse there, too. $2 bet to win $302. dollars i take either one of
1: them. Yeah. Right. yeah.
0: Then I also threw $2 <laughs> on Graham McDowell to finish in the top 20. So if he wins, not only do I win $1,000 for the win, but I get the top 20 money of
3: $52 for a $2 bet. You know? Hmm. Then I went... Yeah. I oh, just put Jimmy Walker, $2 bet, winning you two grand. He's a hundred thousand to one odds. Oh my God.
0: There's, there's people, there's people worse. Uh, that's crazy. I went with Henrik Stenson to make top 20. $2 pays 20 bucks. I think that's a possible, possible money there. Yeah. Cameron Smith, put two bucks on him to be the leader after the first round. Ooh. That'll pay
3: 134 bucks. He's a new uh, Charlie Hoffman.
0: And then, uh, (laughs) Kyle, I got your pick in here. Straight forecast bet here. Picking first and second place. Got to be in that order. A $1 bet would pay me $286 for ROM one, Patrick Cantley two.
3: Patrick. I thought when he, I thought, yeah, I thought when you guys were going to pick Cantley, I thought one was going to pick, uh, um, Oh, uh, what's his name? Xander Shoffley or Justin Thomas? I thought those three were going to be picked.
0: Nope. I don't want to go those obvious picks.
1: Right. Right. I either want to sound I like do that too and- I either
0: want to sound like I'm an idiot or I'm a genius. I don't want to get the yeah. Yeah, he probably would have done well. I don't want that. I'm an idiot or I'm a genius. <laughs> All right. So far these last couple of weeks, I'm a big idiot. So <laughs> oh, yeah, big dummy. Big old,
3: big old dummy. That'd so. be, be sweet if Kevin now won. Did you guys see that clip, how that goes about when he walked in a putt, like a four-foot, five-foot putt on 17?
0: Mm-mm.
3: No. Uh, that was a, a couple of years ago when he was playing with Tiger. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Tiger did it back. To, Tiger did it back. It'd be awesome to see Kevin uh, kind of win that and, and maybe have a, Tiger showing of some kind of support because he's been MIA for how long? Other than Rory just said that he might be going home here in the next couple of weeks. I didn't know he was still in California. Like, this must be so bad. He can't travel, obviously, on a plane or anything.
0: Kevin Nah might be going home.
3: No, that like, no, that uh, Tiger Woods. Oh, he's, he's, he's talking, still in some hospital. You were
0: talking Kevin Nah there, and then you said going home. Yeah, yeah. Tiger yeah, yeah. leaving well, was, the hospital yeah. going home. Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's Rory.
0: Okay. Yeah. So um,
3: it must be pretty bad.
0: Did you guys see that at the players, they are attempting to kind of de Bryson the course a bit. Have You seen, no. seen any of this at all? Well, you see, Bryson's been been talking in the past week and a half or so, uh, Based on his previous performance of the 18th hole at the players, he is 0% of green in regulation in eight attempts. He's played 18. Eight times, he's 0% green in regulation. He has done dopey, or double bogey or worse three of those eight times on 18. So, hmm. holes one through 17 that Bryson's played at the players, he is 23 under par. The wow. 18th hole, by itself, he's plus 7. Damn. So that's kind of his kryptonite. So he's wow. been talking about taking an interesting line on 18. He He brought up not hitting up the fairway, but hitting over the water, up 9. And then hitting over the water from nine's fairway to 18's green, because the landing area is so much bigger on nine and the rough and all that area over there than the narrow fairway between the water and the trees at 18. Um, interesting thing here, though I think this is a, a quote here: uh, "I have thought sometime about on going left onto nine. He said Sunday, looking ahead to the players, uh, he likes the angle better. And he said, rather than threading the needle between trees and water, I could just fly it into the far side of the water and then fly it back over for an approach shot. Um, But Tuesday afternoon, the tour made it clear that that wouldn't be the case. Uh, The ruling they did, they said playing down nine would bring a whole host of complications Um, because there could be people playing on nine. Uh, So basically what they decided to do was make that OB. So they now have an internal OB to de-Bryson the course and take that shot out of play. Now he has to go up 18's fairway. I like that. Do you like that? I do. I mean, I'm not a Bryson guy, but I kind of disagree with it it's it's it hasn't been that way in forever and now
3: yeah. made light of it you're doing it but it's 144 golfers you're dealing with the first two days like right. you're not well And top of that you'd think you'd let it go this year because there's probably not as many fans i think right. they only have like 25 percent fans so if it was like all full go you know Plus,
1: you're dealing, wise. dealing with the slowest guy out there. Yep. Yeah.
0: They yeah. they uh, they stated that the one guy that is probably the happiest with them saying that's OB is Bryson's caddy because then <laughs> he'd have to carry yeah. a bag all the way around that pond to get down nine and all the way back around to get to 18's green. So, it's kind Jeez. of a D de- bryson the course. Huh. We'll see how he handles it. Let's see if he goes – uh. 0 for 9, 0 for 10, 0 for 11, and 0 for 12. Presuming he makes a cut.
1: He'll make the
0: cut. He'll make the cut. Um, one last big story of golf that I heard this week. Uh, have you guys ever heard of Andrew Martin? Probably no. never. I've never heard of him either. He, uh, he is only the... Let's see if I can get here. He is only the... Uh, sixth player to ever do this. He had four eagles in one round, and he did it at the two uh, the two thousand twenty one Players Series Sydney, where he he had an eagle on seven, eagle on eight, eagle on nine. He finished out his front nine at twenty nine, and then had. <sighs> Uh, Also, to start that nine, he had an eagle on three. So he went par, par, eagle, birdie, par, bogey, eagle, eagle, eagle. And then just cruised in with two birdies, two under on the back to finish out with a 61. Come from behind victory in the final round.
3: That's that's some stones. Like, (laughs) if you have, like if you birdie a hole and you birdie the next hole, you know how much pressure it is. If you hit the green on the next, everyone in your group's like, don't, yeah. it's like throwing a, it's like no hitter. Like you don't say anything, but then also you're like, you know, you're jabbing at him. Like, all right, here we go. Yeah. And or like, you're playing really good round and and you're like, all right, let's, let's keep this, you know, let's train on the tracks here and keep playing well. But to do that, mm-hmm. for the last person that
0: four yeah, birdies right. or four eagles. And that was all in the front nine. I mean, he had more time to do it and get fifth for the world record. But uh, shoot a sixty-one, come from behind victory—that's pretty impressive. <laughs> pretty impressive. Wow, I'd say. I'd
3: say Last one to have an eagle in this group was Kevin, I think.
0: <sighs> uh, yes, I think your eagle was after mine at Shush Mountain.
1: Yeah, that was impressive. That was a little blady. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked
2: um, Whatever works man
1: So
0: uh, We're getting out there in time It's getting pretty pretty long here I will uh, do a little finishing St. Paddy's information Here for you Because uh, I don't know about Ooh, where yeah. you are But where, where we're at We're, uh, we're doing St. Paddy's this weekend We sure are
2: Nice I didn't even oh. realize it was St. Patrick's I know. Time. <laughs> right? Well,
0: we've got two little pieces of information about St. Patrick's or things surrounding or involving kind of St. Patrick's traditions. Um, there actually isn't any corn in the traditional St. Patrick's Day meal of corned beef hash. You guys know this. The name oh. is a reference to the large grains of salt historically used to cure the meats. Which has also been known as corns. Which, when you hear corn beef hash, you think there's corn in there, but no, that's just big old chunks of salt used to curate it, and that's why the meat's so salty.
1: Fascinating.
0: That's it's fascinating. So it
2: makes it makes yeah. it real healthy for you. Yep. Yeah.
0: Extremely. Got to awesome. get your uh, sodium for the day.
2: Yeah, grandpa K. kid
3: loved loved corn. He liked corn beef hash. He loved all the corn.
0: Yep. 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 <laughs> uh, Eat your corn. And then she the liked last all the corn. Last little. Little fact here. Uh Saint Patrick, who the holidays about, he was he was born with a different name. His name was not Patrick. You know what his name was? Oh. It's pretty crazy. His, his real name was oh boy, can I say it? Maywin Sucat? I don't know. It's either pronounced Sucat S U C C A T or that's Sukat. Maywin Sukat. I think his name was. <laughs> so I'd probably change my name I'm pretty name sure too. it's not pronounced Suck It. Yeah. Suck <laughs> Suckat. Oh. Are you sure this is not Valentine's Day you're getting? No. <laughs> this is St. Patrick was born. M-A-E-W-Y-N. I'm going to say that's Maywin. S-U-C-C-A-T. I'm going to say that's Suckat. Maywin Suckat. I'd probably change my name too. Definitely. Um, so he changed it to... Patricius, after he became a priest, the story is that he banished all the snakes from the island. But uh, history is shown with with uh, some fossils, and, and every, there was never any snakes on that island, uh, <laughs> ev- like ever. So I think the whole thing's made up, the whole thing, like all of it. He's also a British guy. Did you did you know that? What? He's British. He was he was he was born British. Our whole lives are, <laughs> He was born part alive. in British. What? He was he was He's a British born born guy. He was a Brit- in British no, it was not Britain. It was like uh, like Wales or British something territory like or something. Yeah. And he was kidnapped and taken to Ireland as a slave. And then he escaped slavery and then came back to Ireland to try to convert Christianity. And so he's a Saint Patrick because he was Patricius was his name. So he, it's like, it's an Irish thing, but he's a British guy that never did all this <laughs> shit with snakes that everybody says he did. And his real name's Maywin Suckat.
2: So, Dang. so, you know, that's just kind of proof of, it's kind of hard to, you know, get any kind of truth from any kind of news, right? Like well, I think with you just, all this stuff going on, I think on. you
0: just try to make make what you can out of it to have a good holiday. I think that's, that's all why, that we right, did yeah. with
3: it. And that's why Conor McGregor is going to make millions, and Jameson is going to make millions this upcoming week or this couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. It's-,
0: it's a nice economy boost, Mister Maywin Suckett, better known as Patricius Saint Patrick.
3: I'm looking forward to seeing the Chicago River in green. That's always fun to see. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they do it this year.
0: All right. Um, James, do you have any questions for us?
2: Oh, yeah. I was supposed to prepare some questions, huh?
0: You didn't have to. (laughs) Uh, But if you have any, now is the time. If not, then I guess you don't.
2: Uh, Not really. I guess we didn't really talk about the the whoop group and stuff.
0: Are you going to, you going to join into our whoop group?
2: Whoa. Whoop, whoop. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. I, it tells me some more details about it. It's just, it's just a watch. And then, uh, it, what does it do? I, I, well, I listened to a little bit, but I mean, it tracks yeah. every thing well, that you drink and everything you do every time. Well, you
0: it doesn't really track what you do. How, how does you it have to put it in? Kyle,
2: I just, I just remember Kyle talking about like, it tracks if you're having sex or if you're masturbating. Like, how how does it know the difference? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> how does it
0: know the difference? Uh, yeah. <laughs> how,
2: how does it know what you're doing? Yeah. Is there cameras? If it picks up, <laughs> if it
0: picks up on both in the same day, something didn't go right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but you have to insert this information, so it doesn't like right. it'll pick up on your activity and maybe mark it as as a workout but like like
2: it'll tell it can tell what your heart rate's doing or whatever. Yep, your variable so heart rate. It'll be like your okay, respiratory,
0: that kind of stuff. But you you basically have to check the questions that you want to answer into your right. daily journal. So if you don't want to answer those some of these questions, just don't check them. So right. like it'll like say or how anything, many alcoholic but, drinks did you have?
2: Oh, you know, so you have, you have to fill in that yep. part. Okay. So
0: you have to move a slider and be like, "Oh, I had I had three today. You know, when was the last time you had a drink that day? Um, caffeine drinks, the last time you had a caffeine drink, that kind of stuff. Nice. Do you sleep, did you sleep yeah. in your normal bed? Did you sleep alone or next to somebody in bed? Because all those things can adjust how you sleep, uh, your stress levels, you know, gotcha. respiratory heart rate and all that kind of stuff. So you kind of have to fill in a lot of stuff. But basically... Right. Is, it all,
2: is it basically all on your phone then? On,
0: on, the, app. on the app, yep but it's it's tracking all this stuff like your stress levels throughout the day and all your your body heart rates uh, respiratory all that kind of stuff. So it kind of just teaches you about your health and your your body and what you're doing to yourself for the most part on on being healthy. Right.
2: Um, just another way to track what you're yep. what's going on. Yep. Which is good.
0: Um, and after a week now I got mine. I got it on Friday. Um, nice. My Whoop is um probably going to think I'm an alcoholic <laughs> because I got it on a Friday and I had some drinks on Friday because, you know, it's Friday. Right. Weekend because it's the weekend. So oh, I answered yes. No, there weren't a ton. It was like two drinks, two drinks. Whoop-de-doo. Tonight, two drinks. <laughs> it was Yesterday big, big when I was chance. with Chaz trying to work on the the Excel sheet. Two drinks the night before when he was asking me my rules for the tournament. Two drinks, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. Doc, we'll work on that.
1: Doctor says two drinks a day is all right. Good. Oh yeah, that's good. He will so, not let you save them all up for the weekend, though.
0: Oh, you do have to space them out. <laughs> yeah, like two, per day. two Okay.
1: Day. Yeah. Okay. Can't save them and have yep. twelve on Saturday or.
0: So now that I've had mine for a little bit of time now. What I have learned, which I kind of already knew, was I am absolutely terrible on myself when it comes to getting enough sleep. Like me too. (sighs) As as I said earlier, I had four and a half hours of sleep. You know, and lately it's been like seems like a normal amount of sleep that I would get, and I am way below where it says I need to be to right, like being where peak performance or. Recovery is yeah. just way down, so that's something I know I need to work on now. So it's good to good to have the numbers and and push myself to to be better there. So whoop, yeah. whoop group, you know, get in the whoop group, get in the whoop group, James. You're going on the yeah, trip, yeah. On the trip, we get some more stats to it,
2: Um and then real quick. So it, it if we're in this group, it, we can all see everybody's. Everybody, yeah. Yep. So you can push it, each it, other. It, it, yeah, can kind of be
1: like, we won't see when you masturbate or anything. Yeah. I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna mark every one. I've got to keep track of that shit.
0: but we won't see it. Put
1: it in as an exercise.
0: Yeah, you will. <laughs> if you put it in as exercise, you will. Uh, that's true. So nice. Kyle's a cross country yeah. skier. <laughs> so figure out whatever exercise you got rolling, and figure there you out. go. Yeah,
2: I've. It would probably be smart for me, but I mean, I can already tell you my sleep schedule is way messed up. Uh, I've been, I recently started rock climbing and basically I'll I'll go like from 7.30 to 9.30, right? And then when I get home, I take a shower, kind of cool down and then it's like, I can't even sleep for whatever reason. So I'll stay Mm -hmm. up until Mm -hmm. three in the morning or something just but, like lay in bed, trying.
3: To, yeah, but, but when you do that, it's a good thing about when you the, the nights that you do that, you can see the strain that you have on your body and then you'll be able to like yeah. correlate with that like how many hours of sleep you need to have a full right. recovery. Um and then basically I just sleep in if you need to or whatever you need to, work. you know, trying to yeah, skip work. like we had a, I had to uh um quarantine last two days cuz Michelle had symptoms and she really thought that she had covid, so i was sleeping here on the couch. Um and my sleep just like disturbances went from like six or seven a night to like sixteen, um, mm. just from sleeping at something on a like a, on a couch, which yeah. I didn't think like I sleep normal. It's whatever. It's I yeah close my eyes. It takes me a second to fall asleep. But if you sleep in a different spot, like that really has an effect on you, which I didn't think it did. But now that I had the whoop 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 so,
0: whoop. Yep. All yes. right, we are getting dangerously long with this one. Yeah. Um. Kevin, if you don't have anything else. Negative. Kyle? James, you good? I think I'm good. All right. Well, thank you for uh, coming on, being a guest, saying okay to that. You know, putting yourself <clears throat> through this.
2: Right. Appreciate uh, you guys uh, inviting me onto the show. Uh,
0: not too many uh, days left here before we uh, hit the bus and go on our trip. Looking forward to that.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we'll see you uh, two hours after this time is over. <laughs> right,
2: that's correct. Yep, we'll yeah. be we'll be
3: waiting. Okay. Yep. Me too. All right.
1: Yeah. You. T- oh, you're gonna
0: drive and get on the bus with James.
3: Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna meet him. So it's like the halfway point almost. So. Okay. All right. Well,
0: this has been extremely long. Um, <laughs> we're gonna cut it off here short. Uh, thank you guys all coming on again. And we will uh, see you on the next one. See you later. Bye.